hello. This part of the year is based on gratitude for what we've got and on getting more. Basically, we got Thanksgiving and then Christmas, right? Now, whether you view it as the presence or the presence of Christ, we are all looking for more this holiday season. So today, we're going to talk about the importance of trying to get more. This is Zach Cordell, registered dietitian and host for the Latter-day Saint Nutritionist, where food, faith, and science meet. This podcast is not intended to be individualized medical advice. As always, please consult with a medical professional in your area to make sure that your medical history is taken into account to make sure that you get the best care possible. just want to let you guys know that I have a YouTube channel where you can get more information that's on nutrition and education. Just check it out at Zach Cordell on YouTube to see what you've been missing out on. Now in the scriptures we are taught to ask, seek, and knock and it shall be opened unto you. In the world we hear, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. The third time's the charm, so on and so forth. But we also hear that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So which is it? Now, to kind of further make that point, I read a quote the other day uh, by Dr. Jeremy Goldberg, and it said, Courage is knowing something might hurt and doing it anyway. Stupidity is the same thing, and that's why life is hard. And the reality is that life can be difficult, and trying can be difficult. And that's why a lot of people don't necessarily want to try, because they've tried in the past, and it hurts. What we're going to talk a little bit about today is trying and trying new foods and trying new behaviors because the new year is coming up and we need to make sure that we are putting ourselves in a position where we're going to be willing and ready to make the changes that we want to see in ourselves. So sometimes there are foods that you wouldn't think about or expect to eat or even like. And in this case, I am talking about bugs. (laughs) Now, A while back, I posted a video on my YouTube channel of my kids eating barbecue-flavored crickets. Now, my kids are two years old. I have twin daughters, and I won't spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. But I actually have a different story about eating bugs. Uh, We don't do it very often, but apparently we do it more than once. When my wife was working to put me through graduate school, we were actually foster parents because we like life busy, apparently. And being in nutrition, I get access to different food samples. Now, one conference I went to, they were talking about the sustainability of protein sources. And this was before the Mariners started selling grasshoppers at their baseball games in 2017. But at this conference, they gave us mealworm brownies and flavored crickets, you know. So I got to try some mealworm brownies and to bring some home. But to paint a picture of what these things look like, they had chocolate icing on the top of them. But they looked more like Rice Krispies than they were like brownies. When you flipped it over, you could clearly see that they were bugs. And so I brought it home. And uh, my wife wouldn't try it. And the kids were a little weirded out. But I took a bite of it. And then the kids' guards went down just a little bit. And then they asked if they could try it. 
And then for the next two weeks, they were asking if they could get another bug brownie. But <laughs> just to have bug brownies sitting around. Now, it's easy for kids and adults to get stuck into food jags. And a food jag is when a person only eats the same thing all the time, whether it's chicken fingers and french fries or pizza or toast or any other singular food. And I can feel some of you thinking, hey, that's me. <laughs> but the reality is, is that most kids will grow out of those food jags within a few weeks to a month. The important thing is that you continue to encourage them to try other foods, even though you think they will not say yes. It's like the missionaries, right? They share the gospel with everybody, not just the people that they think will be good for the church. Now, the lack of trying new foods is the same with adults. We often don't try foods for the first time until someone else has eaten it, or we have seen it multiple times, and then we're willing to try something new. But even then, you take that little like nibble bite, right? So we discussed how important it is for kids to try new things, but what about adults? Oftentimes, when I work with adults, they haven't tried a new food in a very long time. They say that they don't like fruits or vegetables, or they wouldn't even know what to eat if they're trying to be healthier. And so one of the first goals they set is to try a new food each week. And it could be a food they know they like prepared in a certain way. Maybe they like cooked mushrooms, but they don't know about raw mushrooms or stuffed mushrooms or mushrooms on pasta or pizza or in an omelet or so on and so forth. Or it could be a food that they've never had before. So chickpeas, couscous, quinoa, berries, a different type of potato, not a different type of potato chip, buckwheat, cow tongue, cauliflower, etc., etc., etc. This opens these people up to finding new things that they like. The idea behind this is that it opens a world of foods that they hadn't considered in the first place. We all have an idea of what health should look like, whether it's a weight, a diet type, a specific group of foods you're supposed to eat, or a specific group of foods that you can't eat. We all have a preconceived idea of health. So trying new foods can help you to break that mold. Now what happens is that oftentimes with the gospel, we have the same issue, is that we're not trying to push ourselves a little bit further, but there's always the example of the escalator. Now whenever you are on an escalator, you're either going up or you're going down. You're never just staying in the same place. And if we're not consistently trying to improve, which we'll talk about after this upcoming break, then you might just kind of be slipping back into complacency and into habits that aren't necessarily going to be the most healthy for you. So let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk about grit. Not, not grits, but grit. If you're preparing for New Year's already, as I would encourage you to do, and you find that the faith-based approach is helpful, head on over to Amazon and pick up the Creation Code, which is a faith-based behavior change book, and 40 Days, which is a diet devotional. These books are faith-based books that bring in principles of the gospel to help us to understand how we can better ourselves in a way that is relatable to our principles that we already understand. 
And if you already have those books, but you're interested to see what else I've got going on, like I mentioned before, I have a YouTube channel. And you can go over to www.patreon.com forward slash Zach Cordell. And that's Z-A-C-H Cordell to support upcoming projects that I'm continuing to work on, whether it is this podcast that you would like more of, or it's going to be books or video tutorials that can help you to establish the health that you're looking for. But let's go ahead and get back to the podcast. So for those of you that haven't visited the South and didn't get my grits joke, in the South, a breakfast food that is commonly consumed is grits. It's basically coarse ground corn that you can add things to, kind of like a cream of wheat. That's all I'm going to say about grits. Now, on to resilience and grit. These can be helpful tools. There's a lot of research that goes into talking about how Having that stick to and the faith that things are going to improve and continue to get better can be something that is a driving force in your life. Now, being willing to continue to try, not just to try once, can help you find that the healthy you is found by exploring you in the world that surrounds you. So let me say that again. Being willing to continue to try and not just try once can help you find the healthy you by exploring you in the world that surrounds you. And what that means is that if you better understand yourself, you see what your strengths are, you see what your weaknesses are, you see what your barriers are to exploring the health that you want, right? And it helps you to understand what health looks like to you. How will you know what it will feel like and look like and be like whenever you quote unquote reach health? Now, with trying new things, we're living life in a way that allows us to grow and develop. Do you know how many people actually liked avocados 10 years ago? Not many, because they didn't know. They'd never had it before. And I'm not asking you to become foodies. I don't want you to plan your vacations around food. I just am encouraging you to try something new. I'm not asking you to all become food snobs. Now, if you view it as an experiment... You don't fail when you don't like new foods. You just learned something new. It's like the story that Elder Holland told whenever he and his son were out in southern Utah exploring, and they prayed about how to get home, and they they both felt that they should choose this one specific road. So they drove down that road to see where it was going to lead them, and hopefully it was going to get them home. But it was a dead end. And whenever they reached that dead end, they turned around and went on the other road to get home. And on their way home, Elder Holland's son asked him, Dad, if that wasn't right, why did we both feel good about it? And Elder Holland thought about it for a minute and said, Sometimes you're given the wrong way to go so that you know that it's not the right way. And we all have, like I mentioned, this idea of what health should look like. And so whenever we set these goals, whenever we try these new things, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person if you don't like what it is that you're trying. It just means that you're learning. Now, there can be some difficulties with trying, which I 
fully understand and I want to address barriers because I understand that they can get in the way of how we are going to perceive change. But first, there's a cost with trying a new food. And if you're on a tight food budget, trying new foods can be difficult. So the way that you can get around this is try it as a snack or try a smaller size and then introduce it to your family. See if it's something that you like and then you can see if it's something that they like. Maybe you buy a can of chickpeas and you roast them in the oven with seasoning and you see if you like it. By that point, you've only spent 68 cents to really try it out. Or the other idea is that you just have an experiment plate once a week with new food to try. And if you don't like it, that's okay. What I will ask you to do is don't overhaul your grocery choices. It's just like food storage. You know, you add one thing at a time each time you go grocery shopping. Now, number two, the second barrier that can come into it is that we're creatures of comfort. We want to know what we're going to do today, what we're going to do tomorrow, what we're going to do the day after that. We want to know where we're going to sit. We find comfort in being in the same place and knowing what's coming. And typically, it's related to something not changing because change can be difficult. Now, I like to point out to my students that they assign themselves seating. I don't assign seatings in my class. I mean, I teach adults, but most of these people sit in the same seat every single day, despite having the freedom to move whenever they want to. And we do the same thing as adults, right? The same stores, the same pew at church, the same way to work, because it's comfortable. And we can just go onto autopilot. We don't have to think about it. What's ironic is that the gospel doesn't want you to get too comfortable. The quote goes, God loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to let you stay that way. The whole purpose of change is to push ourselves so that we can continue to grow. Now, the the majority of foods that we as Americans eat are the same day in and day out. And you can look at fruit choices as an example. It's apples, bananas, and oranges. Those are the most frequently consumed fruits. And then you have strawberries, grapes, pineapples, and other things that are randomly thrown in. But for the most part, you're going to be consuming the same fruits all the time. The same with our breads. When was the last time that you tried a new bread or a new pasta or a new potato? Usually we choose the same thing. The known vegetables are green beans and lima beans and salad and maybe carrots, depending on your family. So when you understand our need for consistency, you can use that to help you to explore foods. And what I mean by that is that if you try new healthy foods, plant foods that aren't fried basically or leaner meats, then you can move those into your frequent category and they become your new normal. Now, healthy has become your autopilot. But in order to do that, you've got to take the autopilot off for a minute to try some new things. In the scriptures, we're taught that faith begets works. Faith is a principle of action, and that once we have an outpouring of our faith, then we will receive a witness. That's going to be kind of the same thing with our food. Once we try new things, we're going to see that new food isn't all bad. So the FHE idea for this week is to try a new food in a new way each week. Think about the idea of having an experiment plate that you just set in the middle of your table And it's a new food that everybody gets to try. And you can choose if you like it or not. And it might be split right down the middle of the table. 
Now remember to check out Zach Cordell on YouTube to see what you've been missing about single friends, free radicals, and tricks that advertisers are using on you for more content like this. And if you're liking the content that you're seeing or you would like more to help you out, go ahead and head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Zach Cordell. Until next time, eat on, enjoy your life, and enjoy your health. And we'll talk soon.